Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy That's Thursday. Oh, we, are, uh, we are recording uh, from remote locations once again because Robert, uh, the world traveler that he is, is visiting uh, home, uh, which is on the West Coast. So I'm watching Rob in the, the place that he grew up you guys the, the infamous basement i don't know if there's a records in a in a hidden closet somewhere if there's oh. a trap door that perhaps has the uh, playbill collection uh <laughs> oh no i'll take photos and i'll show you everything but Good. first i'd like to sing a song that i like it's called oh, home oh, God. from the whiz oh oh the whiz mm. when i think of home i think of a place with calories overflowing. Well, See, <laughs> I changed it up a little bit because in my house, we didn't really have love. We had food. Um, thank you so much. All right. Have a no, good I've night, everybody. The, the posts on social media is like, you at the grocery store. <laughs> like, you're right, Rob. I want to I show you everything. My God, my uh, dad was so happy. I bought him a whole thing of Hickory Farms. And if you, you, lo- got a, if you, love, you were excited about that. I was excited about it. If you, live, if you love Hickory Farms, come sit by me. My imaginary chair. Kevin, I feel so bad. Before we went on the air, I cut you off because you were telling me a story. And I was like, we got to start recording because I'm hungry and I want dinner. Do you want to finish your story about the tofu bacon? No, I don't. But I do want to give a shout out. to. I have failed to mention the show that I'm working on for the last two weeks. I have a big concert on Monday night. Yes, you do. Uh, You're all I was over gonna, Playbill. I was going to tell you tell you about it. Cause we, you guys, we talk a little bit beforehand. On, we're on Skype right now. and, and then, But Rob likes to start the recording at like a in even time. So literally he's like, how are you, Kevin? And I was like, well, you know, I'm good. We're up 15 seconds, 15 seconds. (laughs) So yeah, I just full disclosure. So close to the never, I've been working close to the never. Uh, and we're doing a big, uh, sort of, uh, gala performance of it. It's, it's a concert version. So it's not the entire show. Uh, and we're doing it to honor, uh, Donna Murphy. Uh, and it's to benefit the Abington theater of which, um, I, I did one of these last year when we did, uh, and the, and the world goes around, uh, and Chad Austin is directing. DJ Goodwin is choreographing and we have just, it's, a great roster of people. I'll tell you, come to see Liz Calloway sing patterns. I'm done. Bye. Good night. It was amazing.
She's amazing. Her voice yeah. is sick. Uh, and I got to tell you, it's, it has been, you know, Maltby and Shire will be there. And you, listeners, if you haven't listened to their interviews, they are fantastic. We interviewed both of them. Richard, we've interviewed a couple times. Um, and, and I have to say, it's been such a pleasure um, getting to know this music better. I, I knew a couple of the songs because I think the actors that we are or directors that you are, we, we did them in college all the time because they're such story songs and that you have to, you learn a lot by performing them. But it's been such a pleasure to get to know them again and hear it's just some just top notch. Julia Murney singing Miss Bird. Yeah, that's it's funny. It's oh, she's like, gonna sing so, Miss Bird. It is so funny that I I had thought, oh, you know, is the scatting funny? I don't know. Nope, it is. It's very very funny. <laughs> so that's on Monday night. So this uh, is this uh, is exciting. So last year you did, and the world goes round. And right? this year you're doing uh, closer than ever. Do you know what that's you'll right. do uh, next year? In which I will not get an offer for the third time. Uh, I'm hoping uh, really rosy, uh, but you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's the Carol King musical. That's, that's that was not good, beautiful. Kevin. That was really good. I just, it just uh, I tell you, these ideas just pop into my head, Rob. I, was, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just that, they just pop in there. Great. I, I can't wait to not be in the third gala fundraiser for the what is it? Called? You know, the, the, the Abingdon. Yeah, Abingdon the, Theater. The Abingdon yeah, yeah, yeah. Theater. You know, look how associated I'm with the theater. I don't even know how to pronounce it. And still, I'm not getting offers. Still not getting offers. It's, it's, it's crazy, Rob. Go on to Playbill because there's some great photos of Kevin at the piano. Oh, yeah. We had like a little press day. Uh, and um, it was it was really fun. Um, uh, Bonnie Milligan and oh. um, uh, Justin Sargent sang uh, the, the baby song. There, there's like It's called a Fandango, and it's about taking care of the baby. It was really funny. Mm. Um, uh, Nick uh, Benton, uh, who was in um, – he was the standby in Carousel. He uh, sang uh, If I Sing, which a lot of people know that song. And then Connor Ryan sang What Am I Doing, the, um, the creepy guy song, which is like, what am I doing up on the roof? Do you get to there sing? Do they let you sing? Oh, no. I'll be at, on the grand piano with a bass player to my left, and I'll be, I'll, I will be happy, Rob, to just uh, making that music, like the collaborating part. I know this is going to sound really nerdy, but regarding performing versus being a music director, I, I just like to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like the, It's Pollyanna, but I just love to be making the music with them, like collaborating with them in a way. And when you have... Uh, uh, and I love you know young people and students and all of that. But when you have professional, seasoned Broadway professionals, and you get to collaborate with the, that kind of um, practice, you know, I mean, they've been practicing it longer. It's it really is fun. It really is really 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 fun. So I just am happy. No, but no, there will be no singing from me. Thank you very much. So what you're really saying is is that I'm not experienced enough to be in the company of these individuals. Oh my god, I totally forgot we were still talking about you and mm-hmm. um, part. Yeah, well, uh, well, usually the conversation doesn't veer off of well, me. Well, we'll uh, we'll discuss it next year, Rob. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we can find. You know, great, maybe great. Can't maybe wait we'll... to be on the sidelines when really yeah. Rosie's up there. I will say this though: we could do a musical by the great Carol Hall, who unfortunately we yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we I, she was on my list uh, of people I yeah. wanted to talk to, yeah. and we'll let the devil take us. We'll go down to Vegas, see what I did there, and celebrate her because with cause... maybe. A, <laughs> Because you like you like the best little whorehouse goes public. Bad. Oh, that was it was a favorite thing, and so does Robbie Rizel. Hi, Robbie. Uh, yeah, we'll let the devil take us. We'll go down to Vegas. <laughs> Come on, who doesn't want to rhyme? Take us to Vegas. Vegas. I mean, guys, that's what's not to like. Eat your Hello. heart out, Stephen Sondheim. What's not to like? I ask you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but it, it, I love it's, that show. I, think I love that score. Wonderful uh, that we uh, we have her work and that she made it and existed. Um, very quickly, if I may, can I introduce you to my father? 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's, he's walking by. He's hey. walking by on Skype. This is How not. This is not fun you for anybody <laughs> on radio. He's saying hello, Dad. Hi, Dad. How you doing? I've heard so Dad. much about you. Uh, tell him I've heard a lot so about I him too. Like I've heard a lot about you too. <laughs> good things only, right? Oh, only good things always, yes. of course. <laughs> yes, you heard about me selling heroin on the streets here oh, in Thousand Oaks. Oh wow! Oh wow! There it is. There it is, Rob. Yeah, I'm going to take it. the mic away from my father. Yeah, I'm now, a but, little scared right um, now. I'll say, what, Dad? So, he's a private he, investigator. He, am I on, are you on the air? Yeah. Yes, you're on the air. Oh, yeah. No, and do, you want that, do you want that cut? No. no. He's saying he's, he's shaking his head. No, he says it's good for business for him. Good. All right, good. good. Yeah, no, he's a private investigator, everybody. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> right, but bye, this bye, has Dad. to stay in. This has to stay in. <laughs> Fine. Sorry, uh, everybody. He's So glad I got to meet uh, Mr. Schneider. So that was exciting, guys. He's, he's Sweet going, guy. Really nice guy. He's going up the stairs now. Bye, Dad. He's right an avid there. listener, too, everybody. He, he, listens, he listens to all God of us. Yep. He keeps asking when we're going to have Sammy Khan on the show, and I say, Dad, he's, <laughs> Sammy Khan's been dead for years, I don't think. But we would still get him, I think. <laughs> I think just, he just, dress up, up. just dress somebody up and have him pretend to be them. <laughs> My dad had a really funny idea once. Um, I'm going to spoil it, if I may, which is uh, he said that we should create a fake person. <laughs> and just and do a full on interview and act like this person had a career, like Skippy McGee, and he yeah, like, like yeah, Sk- Skippy McGee, who was in this show and that show, and see like which people like reach out and go, I remember Skippy McGee. Oh, he was I, such an ass. I yeah. saw, I saw Skippy McGee do you know uh, really rosy at the Muni. Preppies at uh, Preppies. the Pepper Pot Players. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him do golf the musical at Pepper oh. Pot. I actually have Preppies, the album. Just I know you're proud. Of, you know what's so funny? You you mentioned that. Uh, you know, That's Kevin. Very quickly, you know, yesterday um, we posted a very special bonus episode with our friends uh, Pamela and Ebony over at the Theater Geeks Anonymous podcast. I'm so sorry, I missed that. I was camping. <laughs> Kevin, I was camping. Kevin was camping. Kevin was camping. Yeah. But why was I going to mention that? Oh, sh- oh, oh! We were talking about the crossover. Fact- no, because you've got be- records, yeah. and I have never been to your apartment to ever see any of these records. And that was a huge point of conversation, which is I still have never been to your apartment. We will change that, and that 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 will be remedied. That great. one needs to be great, great, great. Okay. Sure, I, I believe you. Yeah, I believe you. When I get to sing "Shoelaces and Sand" in "Really Rosy," which is a song I just made up, <laughs> sounds like it could. <laughs> but be. it does sound like something from from "Really Rosy." Well, they did it. They actually did it at City Center Encore a, a couple I summers did, ago. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. It was good. It's, I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. It's what's it's what's sweet. the other kids one that they always do? The, uh, the other one, uh, Liz Suedos uh, did it. Uh, the no, Runaways. No, no, not Runaways. Um, oh, sh- uh, Bugsy Malone. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Bugsy Malone. Jeez. I got my equity card doing Bugsy oh. Malone at the Pepper Pot. <laughs> Skippy. Was, it was Skippy. What was his name? Skippy what? I don't remember. Sk- Skippy Happy? <laughs> he changed Skippy his name. Skippy um, O'Neill. Hey, um, also on a sad note, if I may. <laughs> Sorry, it's a transition. Good, no. good transition. <laughs> well, now that we, I mean, now that you mentioned uh, uh, Carol Hall, I've been working on this for a while, but I haven't been able to announce it, and uh, now we can. On uh, November fifth, uh, uh, which is a Monday, I am one of the producers on the Thomas Meehan uh, Memorial, oh, yes. which is going to be at the St. James Theater at two p.m. Um, it's free to the public, so I hope you all can come out and celebrate the great work of Thomas Meehan, who we wanted on this show. Um, he was one of the yeah. first names we wanted, and it was just hard to to get um, a, a, a schedule with him, an appointment with him, because he was just so, so busy. Anyway, as you know, Thomas was the Tony Award-winning book writer of such things as The Producers and Annie and um, Rocky 
and Death Takes a Holiday and uh, countless others. And I, I did not know this, and I feel stupid for not knowing it. He was one of Mel Brooks's co-writers on Spaceballs. I did not know that. So anyway, um, we're very excited. The event, uh, Mel Brooks is going to uh, host the event for us and uh susan stroman's doing a dance for us and we've got a lot of great people that are slated to appear like andy carl and aaronson flaherty and maury yeston uh charles strauss andrea mcardle so i hope you can come out and, and pay tribute to a really really wonderful individual um yeah. i feel after doing all this work and collecting so many photographs and videos of him, i feel like i know him at this point I yeah mean, it sure. makes me regret even more the fact that we never got to talk to him so anyway if you can please come out in new york city november 5th oh. at the st james theater at 2 p.m um to celebrate the life of thomas wonderful Meehan. i'm glad yeah yeah That's me wonderful. too it's, i think it's a great way to pay tribute to him so come yeah. out hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, Kevin, favorite things. Okay, I just am kicking it old school. Uh, I know I did a, a cast album last... <laughs> no, you... <clears throat> Excuse me. I did a cast album last week, uh, but I'm doing another one this week. I can't believe... Uh, we haven't mentioned it. I know we say that every week. Um, it is uh, so. I, but I want to discuss this about it, and I'm going to still make you guess because we haven't done that in a while. But so, if you think about the history, as you are a history teacher of musical theater, um, uh, you know it, the, things go in, in. You know, you have the British invasion, and you know you just you can see you can look back and kind of look at. Well, uh, if you look at what happened right after the British invasion, there was sort of like the American. Uh, sort of version that was countering it, and 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 when I mean invasion or countering it, I mean they were still writing sung through musicals. They were Wait, I'm they sorry. were. I'm sorry. What did you say was counteracting? And I'm so sorry. What did you say was counteracting? No, like 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 in that there was sort of like an American version. You know, like it was sort of like oh, you're going to do Les Mis and, oh, and oh, Phantom, yes, and cats yeah, and, yeah. and have these sort of really epic epic adventures like we call them pop operas really yeah, and that they're yeah. so there was sort of like the american version i'm talking of like ragtime i'm talking of like you i'd even put jekyll and hyde in there even though but it's still an american composer and it's still basically sung through uh you know there was sort of like the u.s version of these this is a show that was a flop but it uh it, it was in 1997 <clears throat> but it got decent reviews and it it, it is it is remembered today and it's but it is a people don't remember that it is was a basically sung through show like when i did it regionally uh we it was just the score you got and all the dialogue was in there short scenes now the cast album is tough because it was only a one cd set it wasn't like ragtime where they put it on two cds so you got you missed a lot of stuff um not that you maybe wanted to hear all the incidental recitative stuff because that was some of like the interesting stuff so um so, wait, yeah. just to, so to review this is a musical from 1997 
um, which is sort of in the same vein as like a Les Mis or um, a Jekyll and Hyde. So it's big and epic. And the CD was only one CD, so that means they removed a lot of the music. Is that what you Yeah, there wasn't me? a lot of the incidental music. Wasn't and you removed. did it regionally. Yeah, I did it at Cleveland Playhouse. Uh, it's not signed show, is it? It no. is. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, Rob. Good job. Yeah, Sideshow I want to talk about now. I, I, I respect and honor the revival, and I do want to have a discussion with you about this, Rob, because I find it interesting. They called it a revival, and yes, it was Sideshow, but really, they redid it. They, they, they added songs. They changed the color of some of the characters. They made it a little darker. They, so can you think of other revivals, just side note, where they actually changed the show and called it a revival? Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you do Lakaja Fall, you're going to see the same Lakaja Fall, different production, but this, the book and music and lyrics are all the same when you go to see Lakaja Fall now as you did in 1984. Uh, but when they redid Sideshow as a revival, they changed it. So I'm going to talk about the original, but I'm trying to think of other shows the, the that they only, tooled with the only, 15 years later. You know, The only thing I can kind of think of is Cabaret. Because the revival yes, added good one. a whole bunch of different songs, and they changed the characters up and stuff. Good job. That's but I feel, yeah. but I feel like the sideshow revival was heavily revised. Oh yeah, they workshopped it. They yeah. did it out of town. They, so anyway, I, that and that was I honor that and everything. And I'm Aaron Davies, good friend. But I'm gonna not talk about that one. I want to talk about Alice Ripley and Emily Skinner. Oh my gosh, you guys! It it. it so yes, it, it was this musical, basically it was like the greatest showman, but about carnival freaks. And it was based on the true story of the conjoined twins, Daisy and Violet Hilton. Now, if you don't know anything about Sideshow, and I was to pitch to you, hey guys, let's write a musical and it's going to be about the conjoined twins and their, you know, the loves that they tried to have. I mean, that is, that does not scream musical to me. Maybe it does, other, but it's just wild that they did this. So the music was by Henry Krieger, who also gave us Dream Girls. That I mean, and Tap Dance Kid, but we know Dream Girls. <laughs> um, I had to give a Tap Dance Kid shout out. Uh, and then Bill Russell wrote the the lyrics in the book. Uh, and um, it's yeah, there there is a cheesy factor to this. I I will say that there is a lyric that says, "I can feel the temperatures right. She's raising my Fahrenheit." So yes, that 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 exists. But I, I think you have to take the whole thing together. And when you listen to it, I think you have to appreciate. Uh, the, the hard work that went into it and the great music and the storytelling that you get and the passion. It's a, it's a really – it's so much passion and love about it because you have the two – it's basically two guys fall in love with the two girls. But they The one is like eager to go into it. The other guy is like the tough guy you know, and the Jeff McCarthy and reserved and doesn't want to do that. Uh, and it's just about their the, the struggles with that and then their, their show and everything. It's a really – I think it's just a great listen. I, I, I just think his music is really solid. Um, it's some things to think about while you're listening to it, this, to this little guilty pleasure. Um, the insane singing by Emily and Alice. Now they definitely like harnessed that and used it and they did duet shows. And you remember when we were, when we got out of college, I mean that gener like 10 years ago, they were like, it was like they were a team, you know what I mean? They were like, and I forgot Rob that there was the only time that two actresses were nominated for the same part and not individual. Do you know what yes. I'm saying? Like they were nominated as like like the Billy Elliot boys, but yeah. like they they each they were on stage the whole time together. So if one won, then they both won because they were playing the one body. I don't know. It was like literally they just stood next to each other on stage. They didn't try to connect them. Yeah. But um, 
but I just think that's interesting that they were both nominated. They're, they're singing is sick, you guys. Like if you've never, ladies especially, my, my the Beltrises out there, if you've never really listened to this, go, just do it. Just go listen to what early, early, musical theater belting was. And and I can't believe I'm talking about it like a history thing, Rob, but late nineties was still newish to belt like that. And to tell, and em, notice how Emily will just kind of speak one word, usually the last word of the phrase, just to, to show the acting. Um, there's always the cry in Hugh Panero's voice that borderlines on whiny. Um, Jeff McCarthy is the, like the total, like, you know, tough guy, you know, when he's got all the, the private connection is like such a hot song. It's such a, such a good, uh, take on what he's going through and how he wishes he could speak to her. Um, what else can I, Oh, uh, you know, the original, um, uh, Tobias and Sweeney Todd is the boss. You can recognize that voice. Ken Jennings, definitely at the start of the show. Uh, I think that's kind of fun. Um, and Norm Lewis is yeah. just, uh, he's like at peak norm uh, on this album. And it's just, uh, it's, it's a melodramatic fun, American version of the pop opera, and I just, I, I just think it, it's, it's fun. It's good. Give peak, it a listen. Sideshow. Peak, peak norm. Peak norm. Uh, my, oh, yeah. fr- I, I saw a sideshow. Uh, I didn't see it on Broadway. I saw it. Uh, my good friend Wyatt Fenner uh, was in a production of it. What a name! What a name! Right? What a name! Um, and uh, I, I'm just, I'm just telling you this that uh, it was, it was I, when I liked it. I liked it a lot. But when they started singing "I Will Never Leave You," yes, I thought to myself, "I'm like the end oh. of Act One." But even if you did want to leave, yeah, no, she's not going to leave her. She's not. She, this is, you know, no, like it's it's they're stuck together. And I, no, get that, it, I get it. I get it. I get it. That part of it, you can't. It's they, that's the whole show is like she's like ah, I just I just want to get away. She's like, but you can't get away. I mean, <laughs> can I can I tell you something really creepy? Yes. I knew a production that happened where, um, and this was in a college, and apparently uh, the two you girls. So help me, what the, the the two girls that played the sisters, the director said, you know, you know, you have to understand what sisters, what conjoined twins go through, and he suggested, like you know, they sleep together like in the same bed one night, and okay, okay, and that they eat together, and you know, one of them has to like help feed the other. I get that, but then he was like, you know. <laughs> Don't you go to the bathroom together? No, 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 no. I was worried you're going to other places. No, no, I, no. He went there too, and, oh, su- and, and suggested because one of the girls I think had a boyfriend. And I think he let's suggested. let's not. But we're not going to go there. I'm just what, telling what's you. What's that kind of act this is, called where you like sense memory that stuff? Come on, guys. It's called bullshit acting. It's called, called bullshit acting. Is what I call. Just it. Play pretend. <laughs> just yeah. we're, we're pretending. We are pretending, pretending. and we're going to pretend that that never happened. So, okay, we are going to move on. So, Kevin, I I love Sideshow, and trust me, Kevin, I will never leave you. Oh, Rob, I will never leave you. I will never go away. Ah! Oh, man, it's just... Hope you all enjoyed that one. I will never leave you. So good, you guys. If you guys are going to remount Sideshow somewhere, bring us along. Kevin and I are ready. Why can't we do a gender-swapped one? The hell are them to tell me no? Great. Can't wait to see you and Robbie Rizal do it at the Abington Gala next year while I'm fucking sitting outside at Coat Check. Can I take your jacket, Mr. Russell? Did I mention that tickets are $125 for just the show and it's open bar for two hours? How just much? What? Put- sitting in? 125 and you have open bar open for two bar? hours. It's just, and it's not the dinner. It's just like the, okay. the, the show. All right, Kev, I got to go. I got to make a yeah. reservation. Um, oh, shit. Actually, I do have All to right. go. What's soon. your favorite? What's um, your favorite? Well, I'm going to give you an option, Kevin. It could either be a CD or a book. 
Which one do you want? Oh, how about a book? Oh, okay. The book it is. All right. So now that I'm back in home, at home uh, in good old LA, California, I went into my old room. Lots of memories, lots of units, lots of tears. Um, and I decided to look at my bookshelf and see what kind of books do I still have on the bookshelf. And I remembered there was this book that um, came out in 1994. And I think my parents bought it for me as a Christmas gift. And it became my Bible on theater because, once again, no internet. Um, and this book does something really, really interesting. It it starts in 1884, and it tells you every single play or musical on Broadway that ran over 500 performances. It not only tells you the show and the cast and the opening date and how many performances it ran, it then tells you like a synopsis, and it tells you a little bit of the history of the show. Um, and they go decade by decade. And like I said, it starts in 1884 and ends in 1994. And the book is called... Do you know is it, it's, not Stan, it's not Stanley Green's book, is no, it? No, it's not Stanley it's not, Green's book. It's not Stanley Greenspan. Uh, it's by an I, author I named it, uh, David Sheward. She S H E W A R D. Sheward. David Sheward. The book is called It's a Hit. Oh my gosh, I don't know this. Oh, it's so fabulous. The call the book is oh called It's a Hit. And like I said, what it does is it tells you about um, every single Broadway show, play and musical. And uh, that ran over 500 performances. Um, and it's interesting. It's, uh, you know, you can go online and you can look at Wikipedia and you can look at the numbers, but they tell you so much trivia about why the show ran long um, and all about the cast changes and why the show was important. But it's really interesting to go and look at some of the shows from the 60s or the 70s and go, oh, this ran over 500 performances. When have we seen a production of this? Like there's been uh, 40 carats, the play 40 carats. Um, the musicals um, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off ran f- over 500 performances. No Strings ran over 500 performances. Oh, uh, I love No Strings. Me too. What makes Sammy run? Which you oh. think which you think to yourself, you're like, oh, that must have been a flop. Over 500 performances. No. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, n- it's so weird. I kept looking in the books to be like, why did they pick the number 500? I couldn't pick. I couldn't figure it out. He never explained it. They never explain why the number five hundred is the the litmus test. Um, I have no idea. Arbitrary. I'm, it's an arbitrary number. So, uh, but five hundred performances is about what a year and a half or a so. Year. Yeah, I think it's a yeah eight performances a week or something. About about a year, a year and a half. So anyway, um, that's that. It's 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 a really fantastic book. It's a fun book. Uh, like I said, you know, you can go on Wikipedia and you can look up and see what the numbers are. But this book does so much great investigative work. And it's a really fun celebration of each of these shows. And it's also, to me, what I used to like doing about it was when I was a kid, I would read the book. And if there was a musical I didn't know, I would go to the library and get the CD. And if there was a play I didn't know, I'd go to the library and read the play. So, I love you. So, I, But I think it's a really good way to look at what was popular in certain decades and go, why was this so popular? What 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 made this so appealing, and why? Right. And then you can play detective and go, well, why don't we see it today? You know, why right. haven't we had a revival of "I Love My Wife"? You know, right? And oh, I'm you're sure, right. you're, and I mean, there's, right. I mean, and there's just we can have it. Oh, but Kevin, oh my God, I was just flipping through the book. Kevin, guess what, what I came on? What Agnes of God? Oh, open oh, March thirtieth, nineteen eighty-two. Five hundred and ninety-nine performances. Oh my God! Hold on. Isn't that interesting? You just everyone do some stuff while I read about Agnes of God. It oh had gosh. a two-year run, thanks to strong performances of the three women cast and their replacements. Uh, 
Oh, they kind of give a little commentary as well on there. Yes. Like it's not just the facts. They they actually no. And one of, oh. yeah, and one of the critics said from Time Magazine. If uh, Agnes of God just fails as an example of the playwright's craft, it shines as a demonstration of three actresses' seductive art. Well, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Time Magazine. This is Agnes a of lot? God we're talking about. We're not talking about some shitty play like Death of a Salesman or a Streetcar Named Desire. We're talking about Agnes of God. How dare you? Agnes of God is a hit and will always be a hit. So Time Magazine. In your heart. Mm-hmm. Fake fake news. Time Magazine now is fake news in my yeah, book. Get rid of terrible. it. So, my, yeah, so anyway, this book is wonderful. Uh, nice. it, it ended in 1994. I'm hoping that maybe he'll make an addendum to it at some point because a lot of shows have passed 500. Oh, yeah. You know? It's, called, it's a hit. Yeah. You know what? Maybe somebody can help me out with this. Is there, since 1994, has there been a play not a musical, a play that's run over 500 performances. The play that goes wrong, I think. Because if 500 is just over a year, it's a year yeah. in like two, three months. I think the play that goes wrong has run for like two play years play that now. goes wrong, probably August Osage County would have been up there. Definitely that. That was definitely over a year. Maybe. Uh, Angel, oh, Angels uh, in not Not the recent one, but the actually the original, original Angels yeah. in America. Yeah, can somebody help me out? It's interesting because the musical's on. Moose Murders. Kevin, check sure. yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> No, moose, no, 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 not moose murders. One performance, moose murders. How dare you? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think though of plays because the musicals keep running for a long time, but our yeah. plays don't. I'm assuming that's because they have a limited run because now they're so star studded. Oh, you know what play I'm wondering? Art. Remember the play Art that yep, everybody and meta- did? And Metamorphosis. Remember Metamorphosis? Yeah, I was that in it for a while. Yeah, I was in a production of Metamorphosis in college. Dude, were you naked? We had nudity, I think, on the first night, and then really, they, yeah, and then we were told we couldn't do it. Not me, thank God. Um, you know, now I played King Midas. No, oh. they put me in a three-piece suit with no shirt. Hot, and um, I and they wanted everyone to tan to look like gods, and <laughs> I couldn't tan, so I put on fake tanner. And the first night we went into the pool. Um, my nope. tan, my tanner came up in the oh pool. Oh my gosh, Rob! Why do you always I, have these I have wild, no, I have weird else stories? To say. And they're all true. People can 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 tell you they're all true. All right. So my mine right. is it's a hit. The backstage book of longest running Broadway shows, eighteen eighty four to the present, by David Sheward. S H E W A R D. Why, 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 why? I am sitting here doing the Sunday Times Sunday crossword time. puzzle. Somehow the words won't come. Starting here, starting now. Thank you. Lonnie Ackerman. Yes. Ah, I love guests. her. Uh, and mine is Sideshow, the original original Broadway cast recording. Check him out. I will never leave you. But I he kissed never leave me you. for the first time. Okay. <laughs> there's some there's some very interesting moments, soap opera moments in that. Oh, in man, show. I love so, it. It's so good. It's good. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.